Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Joppers and Dealers. Say, how many of you fellows and girls are going to be airplane pilots when you grow up? Uh, raise your hands, will you? Hey, boy, oh, boy. Look at those thousands of future flyers listening in tonight. Well, now, here's something every young future flyer should know. An airplane pilot has to learn to watch the weather. The weather is very important in aviation. So airplane pilots study the weather reports every day. They try to find out just what the weather is going to be like ahead of time so they can be prepared for it. Well, that's something you should be doing right now. Watching the weather and reading the weather reports to help Dad keep the family car prepared for the weather ahead. You should be listening to the daily reading of the weather forecasts on the radio just as closely as airplane pilots do. So you can tell Dad what kind of weather to expect for the family car. And why is the weather important to your family car? Well, for a number of reasons. Any day now, it'll be time to change over to summer weight oils and gear lubricants. Time to bring the family car into your Skelly service station to have it made ready for spring weather. Your Skelly man knows just the kind of oil and gear lubricants you should have in your car for your weather. And he has the exact grade of Skelly Tagoline motor oil and lubricants that your car needs. But it's your job to watch the weather so you can tell Dad when it's time to stop in for a spring lubrication checkup at your Skelly service station. So remember how important the weather is, you young future airplane pilots, won't you? And remember, too, that your Skelly man is the one who knows how to take care of your car in every kind of weather. And now to Captain Midnight. You'll remember that in the last adventure, Ivan Shark promised Chuck Ramsey that the young pilot would have an opportunity to say something to Captain Midnight over the radio to prove that he actually was in Shark's power. It is now early in the morning, just after Chuck has had his talk with Ivan Shark. The servant, Fang, has ushered Chuck to the room where he and John Crane have been kept behind locked doors. Listen. Oh, gosh, Chuck, you're back quick. What happened? It's true, Frank, it's true. I'm really going to talk to Captain Midnight tonight. Hey, honestly, Chuck? Do you actually mean it? Absolutely, Frank. Ivan Shark just promised me that I would. Oh, but gosh, Chuck, from what you told me of Ivan Shark, how can you trust him? You thought he was going to let you talk to Captain Midnight last night, but he didn't. Oh, gee, Frank, you're right. Maybe he'll go back in his word. But no. No, he won't. He can't. Why not? Well, don't you see, Frank? Ivan Shark wouldn't let me talk to Captain Midnight if there was any other way for him to get what he wants. There isn't, don't you see? Oh, gosh, Chuck, I guess you're right. He's got to let you talk to Captain Midnight. It's just as we thought. I know that from what Ivan Shark said. Captain Midnight told him he'd have to hear my voice so that he'd know that I'm in Ivan Shark's hands. Well, the next thing is, what are you going to say to him? Oh, that's the thing that's got me stuck, Frank. I've seen enough of this place to know that there are certain things which Captain Midnight must know in order to find us. And we've got to figure out how to tell him. Oh, it's still early in the morning, Chuck. We've got more than 12 hours to figure it out. But, well, to tell you the truth, I just don't see how it can be done. It does seem impossible. I've got an idea. Oh, that's swell. How long do you think Ivan Shark will let you talk to Captain Midnight? If all he's going to do is let Captain Midnight hear your voice, well, then he may only let you say a couple or three words. 
Well, then we're sunk, Frank. I've got to say a lot more than that to get any kind of a secret message through to him. Well, how many words do you think Shark will let you say? I don't know. But I'm not going to ask him. I'm going to say as much as I can before he shuts me off. I ought to get in at least at least 50 words. Oh, that's an awful lot, Chuck. I don't think Shark will let you say that much. Oh, I don't know. You can say 50 words in a pretty short time. Well, you can't try to say them too fast, because then Captain Midnight might not hear them all. And that, Frank, is terribly important. Captain Midnight has got to get every word. If he should miss even one, it would ruin the whole thing. And something else, too. If I try to talk too fast, Ivan Shark would get suspicious. He'd suspect that I had some particular reason for talking so fast. Yeah, Chuck, I guess you're right. Hey, but tell me, what did you mean by saying that if Captain Midnight didn't get every word, it would ruin the whole thing? Captain Midnight once told me about a method which is sometimes used to convey secret messages in a seemingly innocent letter. Oh, tell me about it, Chuck. How in the world are you going to do it? Do you really believe there's any chance? Yes, Frank, I think there is. But it means a terrific amount of work. Well, I just can't see how you're going to do it. You remember I told you about this good luck coin I have in my pocket? Oh, you mean the one with the three-bladed propeller? Yes. And you remember what... Oh, well, here it is. I told you about that word, Cobra Hofa. Oh, sure, Chuck. I'm looking at it right now. In order for two people to send a secret message to each other in a letter or some other communication, they usually use a word or a phrase that's known to each other very well. Oh, sure, Chuck. I see. So in this case, I'm going to try to use the word Cobra Hofa. Because it's so well known to both Captain Midnight and myself. But, but, I, I sure don't see well, what... it's like this, Frank. we got to use the letters of the word Cobra Hofa as a means of sending a message. Oh, you mean each one of the letters in the word Cobra Hofa is the first letter of a new word in a secret message. That's exactly what I mean, Frank. Now, for example, here are some of the words that we've got to get across to Captain Midnight. Now, we've only got a little over 12 hours, so we've got to get busy. Now then, here's the most important... And now, our scene changes. It's shortly after 11 o'clock that night on Ridgeville Airport. Captain Midnight's new Spartan cabin plane is standing in front of the Southwest Airlines hangar, ready for a takeoff. Steve and Patsy Donovan are seated in the cabin waiting for Captain Midnight. Let's listen as Steve says. Now, Patsy, Captain Midnight thinks there's a chance Chuck may try to broadcast some kind of a secret message to us. So you've got to be sure to write down every single word that Chuck says. Oh, gosh, Steve, wouldn't that be wonderful if he could? And don't worry, I won't miss a thing. Well, anyway, if Chuck can, you can see how important it is to get every word he says. Gosh, I'll do my best, Steve. But I still don't see how Chuck could send a secret message to us with Ivan Shark standing right beside him. Well, it does seem impossible. But then Captain Midnight says it's been done before. But Chuck hasn't had any experience doing anything like that. Well, that's what I told Captain Midnight. But he says that he once told Chuck of a method that spies sometimes use in sending messages and letters. Gee, you mean by invisible writing, like Chuck's father did on that map? No, Patsy, nothing like that. Because letters are often examined in an infrared machine. Any kind of invisible writing would show up at once. Oh, but how in the world do they send a secret message then? Well, there's nothing hidden at all. It's just as if you were to write a letter to me and the letter seems to mean one thing, whereas actually there is a secret message using the same words that appear to be innocent. Luke, Luke, what do you know about that? Well, Captain Midnight says it's done usually by using certain regularly spaced words in the message. You mean like a crossword puzzle? No, Patsy, not like that. You count from the first word in the message, and maybe it'll be the fifth word. Then you count through, and every fifth word is the word in the secret message. Jiminy Crickets, I never heard of anything like that. Well, it doesn't have to be every fifth word. Sometimes it's the sixth, or seventh, or tenth, or maybe even the fifteenth. Why, sure, I begin to see now. You just take those certain words out of the letter, and there you have your secret message. Well, that's the idea. Well, here comes Captain Midnight now. Well, we're almost ready to take off. Is the ship full of gas, Steve? Every tank is full, Captain Midnight. The oil is okay, and I checked everything else, too. That's fine. Uh, let me see what time it is. It's ten minutes after eleven, Captain Midnight. So I see. 
Now, we'll take off in a couple of minutes. I want to climb up to 10,000 feet before we start talking to Ivan Shark. Are the two listening posts all set? Yes. I got telegrams from them while I was talking to Pinky Drake and Slim Pool. Oh, say, did you ask Pinky and Slim about that country there up in Canada? Yes, Steve, I did. And it seems that Pinky once prospected up in that country. He and another fellow were up near the headwaters of the Peace River. Gee, that's well. Then you're going to take them along with us when we go up there? That's the idea, Patsy. Well, when do we leave? Well, we may leave immediately after our conversation with Ivan Shark tonight. Now, if we do, we'll land, gas up, pick up Pinky and Slim, and be on our way. Uh, but it all depends on what happens during the next hour. We'll have to find out here from the listening post before we leave, won't we? Yes, we will. It's very important. I've arranged with the telegraph company to get the messages from the listening post through as quickly as they can. We'll no doubt receive them soon after we get back in the ground. Do you think Ivan Shark will talk from the same position tonight that he did last night? Well, I can't tell about that, Patsy. Shark is very clever. He knows we're triangulating his position. And he's going to do everything in his power to fool us. Well, he might send his message from the same place tonight just to make us think that that's where he is. Uh-huh. It's using your head, Steve. Ivan Shark may do just that. Uh, but there's no use speculating about it now. We've got to be in the air. I'll start the engine. We'll take off. How about it, Captain Midnight? The needle says 10,000 feet. Good. We're high enough now, Steve. I'm going to level off. There, that's a lot better. The less noise the engine makes, the easier it'll be to hear Chuck. All right, now then, Steve. You take the controls. I want to give all my attention to this radio conversation. Okay. Which way will I head? Now listen, just keep cruising in a wide circle over the airport. As soon as we're through talking, I want to be able to get on the ground without wasting any time. All right, you are. And the more you can throttle the engine without losing altitude, the better it'll be for us. Okay. I'll throttle her down as far as I can. Right. Gosh, Steve, that's well. If you don't have to run the engine any faster than that, we should be able to hear Ivan Shark and Chuck as clearly as if we were on a telephone. Well, we're holding our altitude all right. I don't think we'll have any trouble. All right, now then, Patsy. Are you all ready? Yes, I am, Captain Midnight. I've got my pad here and two extra pencils in case I break a point. All right, that's fine. And I want you to miss a single word, Patsy, particularly when Chuck begins to talk. I'll try not to miss a word, Captain Midnight, because Steve says you think there's a chance Chuck may try to send us a secret message. Well, it's a faint hope, Patsy. It all depends on Chuck's circumstances, whether he's been able to see anything and so forth. And there's another thing, too. Yeah? If Chuck has to speak to us without knowing beforehand that he's going to, it's going to make it awfully tough. Yeah, it's a possibility, Steve. And if that proves to be true, there won't be any chance for a secret message. All right, now. Better be getting ready here. Well, according to the clock in the instrument panel, we've only got a half a minute to go. That's what my watch says, too. Well, now, wait a minute. Let's take a last look around and see that we haven't forgotten anything. I'm all ready. So am I. Okay. All right, now. According to the second hand, it's almost 12. All right, here goes. Captain Midnight, calling Ivan Shark. Captain Midnight, calling Ivan Shark. Go ahead. Ivan Shark, answering Captain Midnight. Go ahead. I'm waiting to hear Chuck Ramsey's voice. Go ahead. But first, Captain Midnight, I have a proposition to make. Chuck Ramsey and his friend Frank Crane will be returned to you safely. If you give me your word of honor to leave me alone in the future, do you agree? Go ahead. I won't talk to you, Ivan Shark, until I've heard Chuck Ramsey's voice. Go ahead. Very good, Captain Midnight. You shall hear Chuck Ramsey's voice. You will step here, Ramsey, and try to persuade Captain Midnight that he had better do as I ask. You may say a few words to him but only a very few.
Chuck Ramsey's voice is about to be heard by Captain Midnight, Steve, and Patsy. But what will he say? Chuck and Frank Crane have had over 12 hours to work out some kind of a secret message to send to Captain Midnight. Have they succeeded? You must not miss Chuck's speech in the next exciting adventure of Captain Midnight. Now, here's something you shouldn't miss, too. Because it's a chance for you to show Dad you really know something about driving. The next time you're out riding in the family car, you ask Dad or whoever's driving how long it's been since you've changed the oil in the crankcase. Well, if it's been some time, then there's your chance to say, uh, listen, Papa, let's try Skelly Tagaline this time. The motor oil that's made to stand abuse. Now, that idea will appeal to Dad, I know. Because if there's anything every motorist wants, it's an oil that will stand abuse. An oil that will hold its body and keep on protecting your motor mile after mile without thinning out till there's nothing left. And that's why Skelly Tagoline is such a popular motor oil. It proves by mile after mile of tough going at high speeds and high temperatures that it's really made to stand abuse. So remember, try Tagoline tonight or the next time you change oil. Stop at your Skelly service station and ask for Skelly Tagoline motor oil. And don't forget to tune in again Wednesday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Will Chuck Ramsey be able to send a secret message to Captain Midnight, or will Ivan Shark notice the trick and stop Chuck from speaking? Be sure to listen Wednesday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! <laughs>